Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am very excited to have with me Melissa Brennan. Welcome, Melissa. She is a chiropractor um, and many has many other specialties and an amazing business, an amazing vision. Um, and your te- her testimony today is going to set many of you free. Um, so really just be open to hear what God has done in her life. Um, and so we're going to get into the holistic, our body, our soul, our spirit. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourself, Melissa. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Heidi. Yes, my name is Melissa Brennan. My husband and I are both chiropractors, trained traditionally. But I would say we're more than that. We're integrative healthcare practitioners because God has really given us a vision of not only just how the physical stress in our bodies affect our health, but how the mental, emotional, the nutritional, the biochemical, the spiritual, all of those things play a role. So God has led us to different modalities and services that I've not only used for my own health, but a lot of our patients' health. And we're getting to see people set free and healed from those things. Uh, Above and beyond that, though, I'm not just the chiropractor. um, I'm an actual homeschool mom of five children. So my children are in the background there. The testimony with that is I was told I would never have children. Wow. When I've spoken over that many years ago, I really had to break those curses and those lies over my body. And sure enough, what man told me I couldn't do, God had different plans. And those are my five children in the back. One boy, uh, no, actually one girl, four boys. There we go. Correct. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and you have your own personal journey of physical healing besides the work that you do. So go ahead and share you know, you know, what you went through. I know you had some kidney failure, ended up at Mayo. Um, so kind of share some of the physical issues that you had and how God kind of showed up for you. Sure. So when I was actually a freshman in college, I got a two uh, sport college athletic scholarship. And so I tell people I went to school to play sports, not to get it. What, what sports were they? I actually played volleyball and basketball. Awesome. So those were, uh, I, I'm not very tall. I'm only five, six, wow. uh, but I could jump. Okay. <laughs> so awesome. Scholarship. Awesome. And I loved that, but the intensity of playing two college sports back to back was too much for my body. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, you know, cooking for my own, uh, self and eating poorly, mm-hmm. um, the stress of school, all of those things combined mm-hmm. in the middle of my, the transition between volleyball and basketball. I actually started noticing a bunch of symptoms. My health was starting to fail. I had joint swelling, joint pain. I couldn't be in the sun. I would get a rash all over my body. I had, a, you know, the traditional rash that came across my nose, which then I was later diagnosed with systemic lupus. Okay. Medicine treated it typically with uh, anti-inflammatories and immunosuppressants. So I was on those medications for many years for that. I was able to get through that uh, play um, actually, I gave up my basketball scholarship because of that, but continued to play for four years for volleyball. Okay. Uh, towards the end of my college career, 
I actually started developing retaining a fluid and the joint swelling and stiffness came back again. I actually am from the Fargo-Moorhead area and uh, came down to Rochester, Minnesota, which is where my husband and I practice now. And Mayo Clinic did a biopsy and said you had stage four kidney disease. And so their treatment was actually eight months of chemotherapy. I didn't know at the time uh, that there was any other options out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, As I was on path to going to school, I wanted to become a medical doctor. But I would say God called me to something else because in the middle of of all those treatments, I realized I want to be a doctor, but I don't want to use traditional medicine of medications and drugs and surgeries to help people. I wanted to help people in a more holistic way. Let me stop you there for a second. Why is that? So I know you haven't gotten to your testimony piece, but, or like kind of the, um, what God did, but why is it that you didn't want to do the traditional medicine? Cause there was something that you were experiencing that wasn't really working. Right. I believe, uh, why I didn't want to go into that path was because, um, the medications had so many side effects. And the side effects caused me to be on more medications. But yes. this, is the, this is the testimony yes. in this. I had a, an amazing rheumatologist that one time sat me in his office and the door was open. He stood up and he went to shut the door. And he said, Melissa, I need to tell you something. You need to start looking outside these four walls. He said, we in traditional medicine, we don't know all the answers. We don't have all the solutions. And we're going to try different medications that come out. We're going to hope the best for you. But we don't know how to cure you. And we don't know what causes your autoimmune issues. So if you want answers, you need to start looking outside of these four walls. And then he got back up and he opened the door back again. And I didn't realize that was a divine appointment. God really shifted my path at that point, even though I was sitting in that office and I still wanted to be a medical doctor. um, And I didn't realize the impact that that conversation would have on me into how I actually became into the chiropractic profession. Yeah. And you know, I, I guess I didn't ask you this before, but when did you become a Christian? Have you been a Christian during this time as you're sharing this? Yeah, actually, yeah. I grew up in a Christian home and my okay. parents attended uh, an Assembly of God church. And so I had amazing pastors and amazing upbringing. That didn't mean I always stayed the path of being a Christian, though. And so there were some decisions that I made in, in college uh, that probably contributed to the spiritual uh, you know, situation of my, my health going, going downhill. Um, but I, I didn't stray too far. I got back on the straight and narrow and... Okay. Uh, and, uh, and obviously now Holy spirit filled on yeah. path with God. Yeah. Thanks for, yeah. She, thanks for yeah. sharing that. Cause as you're sharing this, I'm wondering, I wonder if she's hearing from God as she's going through this and knowing that God, cause that's my story is I look back and I'm like, I didn't even know God was working at that time, but now I know he was. And that's kind right. of how, once you find him, then you see, oh, he's always been in my story. Yes. So thank Yeah. Go ahead and keep sharing your story. Sure. <laughs> So towards the end of college, um, that was after I had already had about eight months of chemotherapy, um, the lupus actually went kind of into remission. At that point, I decided not to go on path with becoming a medical doctor, but it was my dad that actually introduced me to chiropractic. I didn't know anything about the profession, but I knew they could be a doctor using natural tools. And so I applied, I got accepted and actually went through my chiropractic schooling uh, for the most part, very healthy. It was towards the end of my chiropractic schooling that I started developing all those same symptoms again, fatigue, the rash, the retaining of the fluid. And at that point, Mayo Clinic said, uh, instead of a longer duration of the same type of chemo, we're going to actually do two types of chemo in a shorter duration. So previously I had one round of chemo eight months, 
And this time I had two different chemos in about two months. Mm -hmm. So they were going to go at it a lot stronger because they thought it was more aggressive as the lupus flared again. At that point, I had met my husband in chiropractic school. Uh, we were dating at the time and he was learning about some of my health issues. And he said, this needs to stop. We got to find other answers for you. And so after I had gone through, uh, graduated from chiropractic school, I had, had done the double dose of chemotherapy, which I didn't think I would ever do again. I, uh, you know, my husband proposed to me and uh, he said, we're going we're to find out a healthier way. And so together, uh, after we got married, uh, we did a full detox. And um, I wouldn't suggest the way we did a detox because I got very, very sick. But what that did was really push out all these poisons that were toxifying my body just from the effects of the chemotherapy. Yeah. One thing that I do want to mention is I know that stress played a big role. Uh, yeah. Medical doctors didn't necessarily recognize that stress played a role because they can't necessarily research it. But if you ask anybody that's ever suffered from an autoimmune condition or any disease whatsoever, um, stress plays a big role with it. And if you look back on my college career, graduating college or starting college, graduating college, and then graduating graduate school are all very stressful times, which I know definitely amped up the disease. Yes. Okay. So after we did the detoxification, um, we found out four months after I was, uh, we were married that I was pregnant with our first child. And so that's where we started seeing the miracle happen where, you know, the doctors had said I would never get pregnant, um, but we did. And so we got pregnant. Um, and for the next 12 years, my husband and I uh, really just found ways to keep the lupus in complete remission. And, you know, we had more children, we had the five total. And so over those 12 years, we were, you know, happy living the life with our four, our five kids and then um, practicing, you know, in our practice. Yeah. Uh, but it was in 2015 when we had a really massively stressful period of time within our clinic. Mm. And something happened in that situation where uh, clearly it triggered something in my body. Mm. And I didn't know at the time, but what was happening is the lupus flared and the kidneys were starting to shut down again. They, the symptoms were different than they were before. So I didn't really know what was going on. I'd seen many doctors for it and really we didn't have any answers. Uh, but within a short period of time, I ended up doing about 25 different modalities of holistic healthcare. None of them worked, wow. which was very surprising to me because in the past they had. Um, so I was really needing to go back to the Mayo Clinic and do some traditional medicine. I did exactly what I said I would never do again. And that was start some chemotherapy. I went in with 28% kidney function. I walked out with 15%, which is kidney failure. And long story short, I sat in the hospital. I was given a choice to do dialysis, hospital, or kidney um, transplant. And I chose to sit in the hospital. And in that hospital bed, I just surrendered to God. And I said, I need you more than anything. And it should have been my first go-to, right? As Christians, we know better than that. <laughs> but you really do trust the medical doctors. I, and I, I know. Doctors. I know. Um, and I've seen the success before in that. But what I forgot to do as a Christian was pray what God's path would be for me. And mm -hmm. when I was sitting in that hospital bed, I surrendered and God said, I will show you the path if you just totally submit to me and you surrender it all. I will I will I will show you how to get your your kidney health restored. I did just that. And the miracle of that testimony is within seven weeks of leaving the hospital and I even left the hospital with less kidney function of seven weeks within leaving that hospital, 
Um, God showed me different modalities and services and different people in my life that spoke prophetic over me. And I did everything he told me to do. And within seven weeks, my kidneys were fully restored. Come and on. what I couldn't Thank figure God. out was how did I even get in that place? And that's where God revealed to me. It was the emotional and the mental and the spiritual stress that was so out of control that it literally almost took my life, Heidi. I, I, wow. I recognize that now. And I was an integrative healthcare practitioner that really focused on you got to eat all the right foods. You got to keep your body balanced. You got to sleep. You got to you got to rest. You got to do all these good things. You got to put the right water in in your system. Mm-hmm. But I realized at that point what God was showing me is your mental, emotional, and spiritual stress being so out of control. You can do all the right things and it'll still crash you to the point where I was literally on my deathbed. But praise God, God showed me the path to restore that that health. And at that point, He said. You're going to start bringing in mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, services to your clinic. And I I was scared of that because I knew <laughs> I was trained or licensed to do it, um, but we've done it. And so now our practice actually specializes in things that work for my health to regain it. And that is through the physical, the mental, emotional, the spiritual, the biochemical, and the nutritional. So we look at every aspect of your health to help you regain that because it's not just one thing. And anybody listening to this story, you might not have lupus, but you might have another diagnosis. And I would say, first of all, that's not your identity in who you are by no means. Right. And don't ever let anyone speak that over you. Um, and if they have, break those. Um, get rid of them. Your identity is in Christ. And what I had to learn, I knew that I healed, but I didn't know what the Bible had to say about healing. And Jesus really does want you well. He wants you healed. That is his, his best for you. And to so living in sickness and disease, um, you know, yes, you can still be useful for God, but boy, how much more can he use you when you're healthy and you're captive, you're, you're set free from that captivity of disease. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. Could you tell a little bit about the emotional hook that you had um, and how God healed that for you? Um, Because I think that that's a lot of times, I mean, we hear this beautiful testimony, but I can tell that there's some people listening that are like, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean to me? How do I actually get free? Okay, great. I know I have these emotional, spiritual, biosocial issues. Like, so what? What do I do about that? So could you kind of share a little bit of the insight of how God like actually unhooked that for you and healed that, like just you revealing that and putting the darkness to the light. What did that, like, what, what happened there? I think it was just, first of all, I needed to know because I'd been healthy for so long. And as a practitioner, you have this uh, belief system that, that um, you have to be there for your patients, but when you're not well enough to actually be there for your patients, you have to take a break. And so it scared me a little bit. And the enemy was whispering in my ear, if you're not healthy enough to help people heal, how, how in the world are you going to continue, you know, what you're doing? And so I needed to know. So the first thing that I would say is you need to ask the Lord, uh, what areas in your life uh, that have affected you in a negative way? Um, you might not even realize that the stress that was caused um, as a young child is actually manifesting physically through your symptoms right now. And so I needed to find out from God what was going on, what happened that my health crashed that bad. And he literally, it was like he just shined a light on it. And it was very obvious the moment it happened uh, when he shared with me, it was not obvious going through it by any means. Uh, And from there, he, 
I would say um, the best thing is God can divinely heal those things. If you're willing to let go of the resentment and the unforgiveness and the bitterness and the anger that's come from that situation, um, God can divinely heal you like that. Um, so can you talk about how your services are different and why somebody would go to you versus somebody like a mental health therapist or inner healer? Absolutely. So what I tell people is the difference between us and a counselor or a therapist um, is really because one is working more on the conscious mind. Your talk therapy, for example, would be what they remember about the story. And the services that we provide are actually muscle testing to figure out where in the body these emotions are stored and praying through how to release them. Now with QNRT, that is usually using more, um, there are some psychological techniques in there like EMDR, uh, we're using the cranial nerves and stimulating different cranial nerves there. Um, we're doing a lot of eye movements and therapies. Um, in Splunkna, we're using more prayer. Mm-hmm. And so we're digging into that root and we're breaking off curses and, and, and things that have been spoken over people's lives or even just what the trauma did to that person. So I tell people stay with the talk therapists and the counselors because you need that to help process through, but your body also remembers a certain amount of that trauma and it will store it. So we want to release that as well. Sure. Cause yeah, I do EMDR myself and, and even some of the inner healing though gets into like the Holy spirit will come in and do some of that unconscious work. So, I mean, so I think it's good to kind of like, we can get the healing that we need to get, but we still need to be able to talk to somebody to kind of process through some of it with connection of the Holy spirit. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually I, the reason why I was scared to even step forth in obedience when God called us to doing it, yeah. because I was not qualified. I am not a licensed therapist or a counselor, a psychologist. So I didn't feel qualified, but it's amazing what God, when he calls you, he equips you. And so I take care of my portion of it and I let the professional take care of what they need to. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it if you could speak to, um, how the world has kind of taken traditional medicine and not allowed an opening to some of the work that you're doing, because especially with the last couple of years, um, the increase in suicides, increase in mental health issues. um, There's, there's a lot of, we have a lot of struggles in this world right now. We have a lot of issues and I think there's some real opening to what you're doing, but I think Christians are afraid. And I'm wondering if you can kind of speak to the fear that Christians have around what you are doing. Uh Um, And I'm hoping that this can kind of break some fear off so that we can step into being open to different types of treatment. Absolutely. I don't think if it wasn't for my own journey of really that medical doctor telling me to step outside the four walls. And by the way, I want to say I've used traditional medicine my whole life. Yeah. So I'm not here by any means against them. Yeah. Um, But I know their time and place. Traditional Mm -hmm. medicine is sick care. Mm -hmm. Holistic care is health care. We Mm -hmm. we need to put them in their rightful places, right? And at the end of the day, Jesus is the healer. (laughs) Jesus is our cornerstone. Mm -hmm. He is the ultimate physician, right? And so we have to remember that doctors don't go above Jesus. And so always praying about what God would lead you to do. 
um, God is the one that actually showed me every single tool that I've ever used. And so the first thing I would say is pray about it, because if you had lupus, your path to getting healthy might be different than mine. Just because we have the same diagnoses or the report doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing whatever I did is going to help you get the same result. Mm -hmm. So really being in tune with what the Holy Spirit says and not necessarily what society is telling us is weird and not weird. Mm -hmm. And so I also find it interesting as a Christian practitioner, the most difficult patients of mine are Christian. <laughs> and I, I wish I didn't have to say that, mm -hmm. but as open-minded as we should be to the miracles, we can read this Bible that has all these crazy testimonies in it and what God has done. But somehow we don't apply that to ourselves. The same God that did those miracles back then is the same God that's doing it now. And so I say to my fellow Christians, you have to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I am still human. So I could be misguided. So I don't just lead blindly. Um, you know, I, I pray. We pray as a staff. We pray over our patients. We may might not be doing that um, out loud. But the patients know that when I say, I feel like I need to tell you that you need to drink more water. They know where that's coming from. That's not just a, I had, you know, something weird to eat that day. You know, they know that I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, I need them to be comfortable with it. Because if they don't believe it can help, there's no reason to do it. If you don't believe anything can help, if you don't believe that medication you're taking can help, your mind is that powerful to actually stop it in its tracks. Mm -hmm. So I tell my Christian, you know, friends and patients that they have to have that open mind and let God lead them to trying some things. Now, there are very specific things that God has said, you don't need to try these things. These are not something that you are going to be using for healing. So I guess the first thing I would say is listen to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit will guide you with all of those things. But look at some of those things. You know, I'm not here to tell people you have to do these things, but I am here to give you another paradigm. I am here to explain some other things that maybe you didn't even know about. And then from there, you have a choice. But as I told people, you know, the first time I told people sugar can actually destroy your health mm -hmm. and eating it can actually cause more mental health issues and more depression and more anxiety, mm -hmm. all of these things, right? Um, as I tell people that now you're responsible for actually applying that. What's difficult, I would say, about um, our society right now is we're not really, uh, we're not held accountable and we don't really need to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. If something happens to our health, we can just go into a medical clinic and they usually prescribe something or they cut it out. And so we're not challenged uh, by taking responsibility for our health. But as scripture says, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You do only have one physical body. It's not like a vehicle where you get to change it out when the oil's, you know, light is on. When that alarm system is going off, you need to listen because you only have one body and God gave you the responsibility to take care of it. So in my world, I, I don't have the uh, pleasure of just doing it for people. I actually have to help them take responsibility. That's so. Good when what you're watching, what you're listening to, uh, what you're putting in and on your body, whether that be the makeup you're putting on your face or the food that you're putting inside your body or the water that you're choosing to drink or the pop that you're choosing to drink, all of those things have consequences. They either bring you closer to health or they bring you further away from health and bring you closer to disease. 
So in my profession, it's not as popular because I'm actually walking alongside, you know, doctor actually just means teacher. It doesn't mean expert or God. It means teacher. My job is to give people another paradigm, another way of thinking and let them do the thinking and then the path that they choose. They still might do the path that they, at least they know there's another way. Right. And trust me when I say, when I first let people know that sugar can ruin your health and sugar can contribute to depression and sugar can contribute to anxiety and all the mental health conditions that there is. Uh, letting people know that isn't, isn't necessarily the popular thing, right? Mm -hmm. People don't want to give up what they're eating because usually they're eating it to feed an emotional issue. Right. Which is going back to let's get at the root. (laughs) Where did that come from? Yeah. Well, this has just been wonderful. I'm so grateful for you sharing all of what God has done in your life and what he's doing in it currently. Um, I wonder if there's anything else that you wanted to give our listeners any other nuggets that you, you know, you're thinking, gosh, I didn't, I wanted to share this and I didn't get to share that. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? You know, I would just say having gone through my own challenge of having an autoimmune condition, uh, as I said, that comes with its own mental and emotional struggles of, Mm -hmm. of battling a diagnosis. Um, but what I want to encourage you is that is a report, but God's word trumps any report. Hmm. And I truly believe I've seen divine healing in my own life and patients' lives and in family's life. Hmm. Um, and I've also seen how God has used traditional and holistic medicine and things that maybe I never, ever had even heard of before and how he created it all. So at the end of the day, remember that he created it all. And it's usually the enemy that has taken it and twisted it and made you think that it's not a good thing. That's good. But yeah. you know what? Line that up to scripture. Don't let somebody tell you, don't let me tell you, um, let the Holy spirit tell you and let them guide you. And I'm here as a testimony to give people hope. Mm -hmm. If there are people in your life that say you can't, or you won't, or you shouldn't, um, if they don't believe you can heal, there might be a time to just shelf that friendship. And you only want right now, people that believe that can pour into you positive things, life speaking things that can actually help you overcome what you're dealing with. So I would encourage you, sometimes it's not a toxic food. Sometimes it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. And that sometimes needs to be chopped maybe temporarily or maybe Mm -hmm. permanently to regain your health. And so, but I'm here as a testimony of hope. I would only speak life over you. And, uh, and, you know, I'm praying for, for the people that are listening today, that the Holy Spirit would speak to them. And maybe it's through a word or a song or a scripture or a verse or whatever it might be that God reveals themselves to them in powerful ways. And that's the next step for them to regain their health. Mm, So good. Yeah. Could you step into prayer and actually pray for our listeners? And if you feel the Holy Spirit leading you to anything, I just kind of trust and just let God say what he wants to say through you. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, first of all, for Heidi and uh, the stance that she's taking Um, and what she's been called to and how that has affected so many people. And Lord, the listeners specifically, uh, Lord, I ask that you would speak through these Zoom calls and through these podcasts. Lord, meet them wherever they're at right now. Right now, I sense that there are people that are listening and they might be weeping right now. Lord, and I just say that the Holy Spirit continues to work on them, Lord. And the next steps, Lord, bring people into their life that believe they can heal 
and that will speak life over them. Lord, I pray over the people that have been traumatized as children and that have walked through trauma, whether that be uh, sexual trauma, whether that be witnessing somebody in their life that was killed or taken away from them. Uh, Lord, whatever it might be, um, Lord, you know the situation, Lord. So I just ask right now that you would come in as you do the divine physician and start uh, repairing those things in their life that have literally destroyed who they are and their identity in you and uh, just start bringing healing over them, Lord. So I just speak over each person today uh, that they sense something different, uh, that they feel your Holy Spirit, that they that they know what their next step is going to be in the healing journey. Lord, I pray for roots of bitterness and resentment and anger, Lord, and confusion. I pray over those things right now that they would just be ripped out at the root and that they would have no hold over these people anymore. Lord, we know that you created us to heal and we believe what your word said. Lord, you healed them all. There was not anybody in the Bible that you turned away from healing. Lord, every single person you brought that was brought to you, you healed them. The beautiful thing about that is you didn't heal all in the same exact way. You healed in so many different ways, Lord. So just as I've seen healing through my life in different ways, and in different seasons, different things helped me and some other things didn't when it, they did in the past. Uh, Lord, I just ask that we as Christians would continue to walk forward in faith, knowing that you have all the answers for us. You can choose to do it divinely, just like that in a miracle, or you can walk us through this journey. But we know that your will is for us to be well and to be healthy, Lord. So thank you for this time together for us to speak um, about your healthcare plan that you've created us fearfully and wonderfully, Lord. And so I pray over every single mind, body, spirit, soul, everything over these people, Lord, that you would restore their health completely and help them to be able to live out their purpose and their calling in their life. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, that was powerful. Thank you so much, Melissa. How, yeah, and how can our listeners get a hold of you or know more about what you and your husband are doing in your business and your vision? Absolutely. Um, well, we do have a website. It's brennanhealth.com. And you can just simply go there and read a little bit about um, all of the different services that we offer. And even though we're in Rochester, Minnesota, most of your listeners may not be able to visit Rochester, Minnesota, but there are other practitioners like me around the country. Awesome. So even if they were to reach out to our clinic or to myself personally, um, I can get them in touch with people that are local to them. Um, but eventually, um, my husband and I have been called to build a massive wellness campus that is faith-based awesome. and really is based upon the principles of healing found in scripture. Mm -hmm. And so watch for us in the next year or so. Um, God has really called us out of what happened in 2020. Mm -hmm. the, the medical system right now is really fractured and, and um, fear-based. Mm -hmm. And so God is calling a new healthcare paradigm out of that. And he said to step in faith and that's what we're doing. And so we are looking for, you know, every practitioner under the sun that aligns with who we are, that we want to restore God's original design for health. And um, there's a lot of practitioners out there you may not know about, um, but you can always reach out to us and we can try to help, you know, navigate you to the right practitioner. Yeah. And can you just spell out your website for the listeners? Absolutely. Brennan Health, it's B-R-E-N-N-A-N-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. 
Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you for having me, Heidi. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.